to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Greetings and gratitude. Welcome to Legacy of the Magdalens, episode 102 of Stars, Stones, and Stories. I'm so grateful that you're circling up within this sacred space. And I wish to open up this episode with the affirmation, I harmonize my heart with the rhythm of another. What we're facing in our current astrology and our collective reality demonstrates that now is the time to elevate the holy feminine more than ever before. Through the elevation of the holy feminine, we may architect this new earth together in the frequency of the Magdalene's. Given the eruption in the navel of civilization, a land so many deem holy, we must turn our hearts, not just our eyes and our minds, to what is currently happening. This is a land rich with history that cannot be condensed into bite-sized broadcasts of political rhetoric 
I pray that each human living within the Middle East, and specifically the Holy Lands of Israel and Palestine, to have their basic needs met, and most importantly, a true sense of security. A war is erupting, and it is essential to stay focused on an outcome of peaceful negotiations, a laying down of arms, and an opening of hearts. Dare to open your heart to all sides of the narrative. I harmonize my heart with the rhythm of another. Dare to see beyond what feels comfortable for you to see. Dare to step into another person's perspective. These eclipses of October are twisting you, folding and bending your psyche, collapsing what you've always known. So much is dying so that so much more can be born. And simultaneously, the psyche of our collective reality is being bent, twisted, folded, collapsed, stretched out, extended. As people are experiencing grave terror and trauma that ripples out throughout our entire Earth's consciousness, it is important to remember that as humans, we are but a multitude of cells across the Earth's body of consciousness. We are all one heart. We are all brothers and sisters. We are a human family. And when one is suffering, we are all suffering. This is not a time to choose sides other than the side of peace. The legacy of the Magdalens is dedicated to the resurrection of consciousness through all time and space, all ages. Each human being is incubated and birthed from a mother. We all come from woman, a womb one. It is the feminine that births life, and that is holy. And therefore, a woman's blood is holy. To witness blood being spilled upon the earth at this time is beyond heartbreaking. There are not words for what we are all witnessing at this time. It is a terror for each human, and it is a mother's worst nightmare. We, we as the human family have done such a disservice, not only to women, but to all of humanity by not honoring the feminine. And so I ask you to turn with me to consider the recent past of the 13th of Friday. It was my every intention to broadcast this transmission for you on the 13th of Friday. In fact, I sat for many hours recording, and I've been healing from an illness, and my voice kept giving out due to a dry cough. 
And given the frequency of the eclipses and all of the engagements that I was already committed to, it is now that I can sit and I can share these words. And I wish to say that even though we are speaking of a few days past, the frequencies are still here for us to work with consciously. Eclipses are amplified times, accelerated times, and this entire month of October carries so much potency for each one of us in our personal lives, in our local communities, and within our global communities. Simultaneously, those of us who live in the Northern Hemisphere, we are coming to the end of fall equinox and slipping into the season of Samhain, slipping into Scorpio season, into a time of going deep into the mystery. Whereas our brothers and sisters in the Southern Hemisphere are beginning to slip into the season of Beltana. And both of these times of year represent moments when the veils thin, when our connection to the other world is stronger than ever before. So this is a time to pray, to pray at your altars, to pray to whatever high holy beings you connect in with, whatever fairies, elves, nature spirits, dragons, ascended masters, gods, goddesses, all that is in service to the Most High must be called upon in these times. And it is up to us as human conduits to channel these otherworldly frequencies to bring in the genius solutions that we need at this time, on this planet, in this exact eclipse portal. So as we consider this past Friday the 13th, I would like for you to also consider the blood of the feminine. It is the blood of the feminine that carries the codes of life. Our blood is sacred and holy, and so many of us as women on earth have been tormented and ostracized in one way or another because we menstruate. Humans, men, women, all beings, regardless of gender, many have been collectively indoctrinated to fear the physical body and the natural fluids that come from our physical bodies, especially, and most importantly, menstrual blood, moon blood. Many of us have been raised within an overculture that has programmed the collective for ages upon ages that women are inherently unholy and unpure. And I believe it is these it is these doctrines that continue to allow blood to be shed in the name of war. It is up to us as women to reclaim the holiness of our blood. Fridays are a day, a sacred day of love and beauty, and I like to relate to them as this devotional hymn 
to the goddess Venus, this planet that is Earth's elder sister, a planet further along in its evolution that can share with us, that can transmit with us here on Earth how to continue to evolve in a way that is in alignment with nature. And we're at such a crux at this time. We are at a crossroads within the family of humanity as we become more and more entrenched within technological reality, so many of us become more and more cut off from the realm of nature. It is when we step into the portals and the realms of nature that we are remembering the wisdom of our humanity and we are inherently tapping into the frequency of Venus. Every Friday is the day of Venus. It is a day to honor the divine feminine. Friday is the modern English word from the Old Norse frigg, which ultimately connects to Freya. Freya, a fierce Norse goddess, a warrior who was acclaimed for her chariot, led by a crew of cats, a sorcerer and a master of fertility and sexuality. Venus, this energy of Venus and what she teaches, she carries within her the codes of art, of creativity, of beauty, and she governs our social world. Venus teaches you that your human liberty depends upon an intimate relationship to nature. Venus asks you to wed human creativity with nature for a true love affair. As we are in the midst of shifting the paradigm, may we learn how to welcome, especially on Friday the 13th, may we learn how to welcome this day of the goddess in a conscious way. She is we, and all beings are welcome at the table of the goddess. We are building a new paradigm that serves one and all. Thirteen is a sacred, holy number and very much connected to a woman's moon cycle, menstrual cycle. The sacred number of 13 carries information about blood and fertility and the holy life force of every single human being. The blood transports your nourishment and your vitality moving throughout your body. And your blood contains the imprint of your own unique stories, the stories that run through your ancestral lineages, the codes of information that connect to your most timeless ancient self, your starseed origins, and your own personal identity and what you have experienced within this incarnation. 
Your blood is incredibly sacred. And one could say that the frequency of Friday the 13th amplifies this feminine power of Venus Day as 13 is a sacred number to the Great Mother, the great cosmic womb of all of creation. In fact, each annual cycle contains 13 moons. Therefore, a healthy menstruating woman will have 13 moon cycles a year. Turtles carry 13 segments on the backs of their shells. And the ancient Egyptians honored 13 as a space where deep spiritual attainment was actualized. There are so many other ways where 13 is considered a holy and a lucky number. And within this live these codes of rejuvenation, which is the exact medicine we need in these times for a lasting paradigm shift. For 10 years now, in my weekly Venetian love notes, which are dedicated to Venus, I've been working with Venus in this way as she is the ruler of my chart. And for three and a half years, this podcast, Stars, Stones, and Stories, has been relaying these transmissions that comes through in my voice that she is we. For me, I've been on a long spiral path of devotion to the goddess for decades. This is something that is sacred, and this is something that I stand by. I build altars to you. And I pray in this way. The frequency of the divine feminine offers a gift that abundance is your natural birthright. There is plenty for all at the table of the goddess. We have come to this earth to thrive and to elevate and uplift one another. We have come to be a diverse human population. We're not meant to all think alike or agree. We're meant to be a menagerie of culture and various expressions. It is important to elevate freedom of speech and diversity of thought. The goddess is not a part of cancel culture. She is beyond that system of oppression. I believe Friday the 13th was intentionally hijacked many moons ago to anchor in distortions, to divide and confuse that which is pure truth. And we continue to see this game of divide and conquer over and over and over and over again. Consider how many buildings refrain from having a 13th floor. Consider the plethora of films and shows distributed by Hollywood to create an entire mythos to ensure fear within the number 13. Know that those who master the signs, symbols, and numbers hold the key vibration of the frequency. 
In the contemporary world, the feminine still must be instinctually vigilant to protect her rights, and ultimately the rights of all beings, particularly women, children, and the vulnerable. Old, distorted, colonial, imperialistic, empire-based paradigms have found passages to infiltrate many of our most sacred inner sanctums. Our job moving forward is to be discerning and highly acute in our medicine work. Your job moving forward is to be discerning and highly acute in your medicine work. In our current state of affairs, many are suffering against various levels of pure terror. People are dividing over who is right and who is wrong, who is just and who is unjust. The nefarious forces continue to play we the people like a game of chess. For how long are you willing to pick a side and allow these nefarious forces to play you as a pawn? As one human suffers, we all suffer on this beautiful emerald jewel of a planet. How do we end the insane cycle of war and bloodshed? The only way I know is through women coming together in the name of humanity, in the name of our children, in the name of our descendants, in the name of Mother Earth, Tara Gaia, Sophia. This past balsamic moon, the black moon coincided with Friday the 13th, just before the solar eclipse on Saturday. A week prior to this eclipse, Mars and Pluto squared. Mars in Libra, Pluto in Capricorn retrograde, about to station direct when it is most potent in distributing great, great transformation. Mars as this planet of anger and aggression and bloodshed. And so bloodshed and terror erupted as on this past Friday the 13th, it was also a black moon, a balsamic moon. These two energies of the black moon and Friday the 13th came together to unify a, unify a field that on one level carries distortion consciousness and within another frequency carries pure divine ma healing. The black moon is feared, yet the black moon connects to the black womb, that great starry cosmic vortex where all of creation has begun within our galaxy. The source of all of creation, this is the phase of stillness, the void, the shadow, and magic. And so this black moon aligned with the great mother, the all-giving life force. Depending on where in the world you live, this weekend, Saturday the 14th of October, 
we welcomed the annual Ring of Fire solar eclipse in Libra. This coincided at 1.55 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 21 degrees, 7 arc minutes Libra. I often speak about time bending in these pods when eclipses are coming. And this year, I crafted a mini course, Eclipse Empowerment. And I crafted this because I wanted to consolidate all of the most important information around eclipses in a very simple, digestible format to support people through this October's eclipse season. Within this course, we explored time bending with the eclipses, practices and principles to nourish you in these radical times, what to do, and most importantly, what not to do within an eclipse. We covered a little bit about the history of eclipses and their astronomical and astrological definitions. I have left the enrollment open for this mini course and will keep it open through the month of October in case you feel aligned and you want to dive into this material. And I have kept the investment really low. It's only $22. And my plan is to teach this course at least twice a year, every time we have eclipses. And I will continually update the content. If you are new to any of my courses, just know that when you register, I give you lifetime access, which means that as I evolve the course, you will continue to benefit and you will always be able to receive the most updated information. Now, this eclipse also had a strong connection with Israel, the asteroid Israel, through the south node of fate in Libra. And I wish to give respect to one of my mentors, Maurice Fernandez, who wrote about this and some other information about the connection of this eclipse with the nation of Israel. When we speak to the South Node, we know it is a karmic point connecting to past, old ancestral wounds and trauma, and it is a place of great healing. It is part of what we are healing, whether it's in our personal astrology or in the collective astrology. There was a very important moment that has happened. And in many ways, I believe that part of what we are experiencing collectively through this terror and bloodshed within the Holy Land is so connected to the fact that there has not been a resolve in this land for ages upon ages. Eclipses are like a string of pearls and they connect us. They connect us through hundreds and hundreds of years. There is an ancient history that can be traced in this land. When one is speaking to the history of this land, they can't go back to just 1900s, 1800s. It is quite extensive. Eclipses speak to that. That is part of their medicine. 
It is one of the reasons why I love astrology so much is that astrology gives us quite often keys and insights into much larger issues and perspectives. Also, with the alignment of the moment of this eclipse, there were a couple of other asteroids that I found in my own research that I just wish to speak to because I think it's really important for all of us to be taking into this lunar cycle. The duration of this eclipse was over five hours, which means that what has happened in the month of October most likely is going to affect the next five years of many of our lives. It is something we're going to be working through in different levels and layers. And there will be moments where this eclipse at roughly 22 degrees Libra will continue to be activated. Saturn is in Pisces and has been retrograde since June. Saturn is about to go direct in early November, the 4th of November. And so it's important to be mindful of Saturn because when Saturn goes direct, there's going to be more energy moving forward, especially those of us who are running our own businesses or working in specific ways. Anyone who has Saturn in Pisces or Saturn in Virgo or Saturn in Gemini or Sagittarius especially in the early degrees, will be deeply affected as well once Saturn goes direct. Saturn is lord of karma and time and space. I find in many ways Saturn is kind of demonized in astrology. I have great respect for the planet Saturn, and I also know there's a fierceness that Saturn carries. This past January, when I was in Tamil Nadu, India, at the Navagraha, these nine holy planetary temples, it was actually a Venus day that we went to the Saturn temple. It was literally the most intense temple. It was very dark. There there was a lot of uh, black, like many of the walls were painted black. There was a heaviness and anguish. It was very intense, and Saturn brings to us the lessons that we're here to move through in our lifetime. We can see Saturn as a force of limitation, but the limitation is actually a gift. It gives you something to focus on to evolve within yourself and within the world at large. And so at the moment of this eclipse, the asteroid karma was directly conjunct with Saturn. For each one of us, it's really important to think about what we are putting out into the collective reality. You are responsible for your thoughts, words, deeds, and actions. No one else is responsible for them but you. And because this eclipse is going to be threading through our lives over the course of the next five years, it is important to move forward with right action and right thought 
And Saturn is letting you know how essential that is at this time. Also, something I found quite incredible with this eclipse is that the sun and the moon meeting up at 22 degrees Libra came to meet with the asteroid goddess Isis. It breaks my heart that a terrorist organization has been given this acronym of ISIS. And I think it's very telling to everything that is being shared within this transmission of the holy feminine. Of course, a terrorist organization is being called ISIS because we live in such a convoluted time, a time of great mirage and deception. Those with the eyes to see, those with the ears to hear. It is important to gaze deep into the realm of signs and symbols and to humbly piece together the information. Humbly piece together the information. Because each one of us has been used as a pawn in this game. And so Great Mother Isis is coming forth with the frequency of this eclipse over the course of the next five years. Goddess of 10,000 names, Great Mother, the Weaver, the Magician, Queen of the Stars. Isis, who can transform herself, transfigure herself into any other goddess of the Nataru, of the nature beings. With that, may you be inspired to take up the mantle of your connection to the other world, to the unseen world, to the natural world. Because What is happening now on our earth is so much bigger than you can fathom. This isn't about religion. This isn't about borders. This is about humanity. And this is about our ability to stay human in our evolution, to stay grounded and to stay connected to the earth. So this week that we are journeying through now is giving us all a little bit of space and integration to digest the eclipse, to digest everything that we've experienced through this astrology. We are waxing to the first quarter moon in Capricorn on Saturday, the 21st of October. And that is quite often a time of a moment of growth edge and uncomfortability. On the following day, we have Mercury, the planet of communication and information, shifting into Scorpio. I connect the archetype of Mercury Hermes with Thoth, Tehuti, this ability to master the signs and symbols. As this energy shifts into Scorpio, there is an invitation to become more subtle, and to become more intentional. The following day on the 23rd of October, we have the sun shifting into Scorpio. 
And this is all leading up to the release of the partial lunar eclipse in Scorpio, which will close out the cycle of the North Node being in Taurus and the South Node being in Scorpio, the cycle we experience from November 2021. And so there's going to be a great closure with this eclipse on the 28th of October. There's an opportunity for you to really go deep within and to see what you are building up and what is breaking down, to go beyond the way that nature presents itself, its appearance, and to dive into the realm of the secrets of the natural world, to explore your ability to form and transform and to generate and regenerate. And as a student of astrology for over 29 years now, and in my own astrological research, I have come to understand that eclipses are these magnificent portals of time bending. And in the unique moments that we are living through from 2020 to 2032, it's like each of these eclipses is offering this window of possibility so that these old ancestral threads of the old paradigm are able to be cleared. These are ancestral threads of the past 26,000 years. Through this rising of the frequency of the phoenix, as one turns to the purity of the natural world, which is the gateway to the other world, there is an ability to see what is pure and what is true. I wish to open the space into the frequency of Mary Magdalene and the legacy of the Magdalens. And there is a lot of myth and story around the life of Mary Magdalene. And what we can say for sure is that she lived a life where she was pursued by the Dark Ones, by powerful forces that sought to conquer the world with fear. And as a Sadiq, as a holy teacher, she ended up joining the Essenes and living in the wilderness of Judea, the northwest coast of the Dead Sea. The Essenes had this way where they maintained the purity of Jewish practices and merged these with Greco-Egyptian influence and rituals and practices. We know that Mary Magdalene was a priestess of the goddess Isis, and these Gnostic teachings that she shared is very much that Mother Earth is a living goddess, whom many call Sophia, a goddess of cosmic and primordial wisdom. She was the apostle of apostles, very much a being who uplifted the feminine, that honored the mystery, that taught that too much masculine will cause imbalance within the world. 
but also valued the energy of the masculine and how masculine energy is needed to provide safety in the world. Her teachings were vast around feminine sexuality and the beauty of being feminine and how our feminine sexuality is a multidimensional gift, a gift that ultimately is one of deep spiritual connection, and that it is up to each one of us as women to embrace ourselves, to honor our energy in our own sacred space as such. Mary Magdalene's frequency, and when I speak of the Magdalene's, I speak of more than just her. I speak of a community of people who were bonded to honor this divine radiant light and light within ourselves and within others, a light to grow and shape our existence, a light that acknowledges that every human has a sacred purpose and that we are here to celebrate diversity. Mary Magdalene walked her talk. She was a being of mystical prayer and meditation who knew the names of the divine and the hidden matrix of life and knew how to ground these sacred frequencies here on earth. It is through her dedication and devotion with Yeshua at her side that so many of us have the awareness that we do in these times. This legacy of the Magdalens speaks to a conscious creation of lineage through calling forth children, souls of high calibers to come and seed the earth and to honor the divine light within each being from the moment they are conceived to the moment they take their first breath to treat these beautiful children that come to our earth as holy children, as children of the Most High, knowing they have a unique purpose, conscious knowledge, and gifts that they are called to express, acknowledging the wholeness of the feminine, acknowledging the wholeness of the masculine. The Magdalene Order is dedicated to the resurrection of consciousness throughout all time and all ages and all spaces. It is up to us as carriers of these codes to hold a field of peace and hope and beauty and love and purity for the nefarious forces would love nothing better than to confuse us, to place seeds of doubt within your consciousness and to have you argue and bicker with others on who is right and who is wrong. There is a call for the holy feminine. There is a call for the holy warrior, for the protector, for the adventurer, for the pioneer, for the innovator. There is a call for independence and interdependence in these times, for each one of us to use our instinctual primal pranic life force to discern truth, what is right and what is wrong, what is just, and to move forward through divine cosmic law.
to know peace, to know prosperity, the creative principle which is born from all righteousness equates to the right use of energy, of frequency. The highest commandment offered from the Creator is to love the one God-Goddess within you and to love and serve the one creation you are born from. The more you engage in this activity, the more abundance you are met with in your daily sphere. Hold the vision of unity. Focus on what is just and what is harmonious for all of humanity. Your intention will anchor the foundation of this new earth consciousness. The more you engage in this activity, the more abundance you are met with in your daily sphere. The legacy of the Magdalens is dedicated to the resurrection of consciousness through all time, all ages, and all spaces. I invite you to hold the affirmation, I harmonize my heart with the rhythm of another. With the power of love, all things are possible. I have a number of ways for us to connect in some events coming up. As a reminder, Eclipse Empowerment is available for your download. We will be gathering for the Lunar Eclipse Council from 2 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on the 28th of October. And if you want to go deeper with this astrology, you can join Ma Magic Now, this inner circle, inner sanctum of wisdom keepers where we go deep into our current astrology. I'm also available for one-on-one readings. My prayer is that each one of us may commit to living life from the highest integrity so that we may consciously root a new paradigm that is based within nourishment and vitality for our generations to come. As you meander through the labyrinthine eclipse, I invite you to take radical responsibility for your vibration. Draw in peace, loving kindness, and stability. Trust in the web of life. Thank you so much for circling up here in sacred space. It has been an honor, as always. May there be peace to the east. May there be peace to the south. May there be peace to the west. May there be peace to the north. May there be peace that is anchored deep down into the heart of Mother Earth. And may that peace expand out through the cosmos, out into infinity, spiraling back down through the crown of your head and anchor into your heart. So much of our power lies in these sacred channels. May the Holy Feminine be honored in these times. May all beings be free. May this transmission be in devotion to the liberation of all beings. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Ashe.
Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at Earth seedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox and you can sign up for those at Earthseed Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Temple Arts, Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts, and also at Stars, Stones, and Stories on Instagram where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.